Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, mate, not too bad. Not too bad. It's probably the, the earliest I've, I've spoke to you in ever. <laughs> it's the earliest I speak to anyone. <laughs> ever. <laughs> it's the earliest I speak to anyone. Why? Why? Well, we're recording this at 7am for some reason. Uh, I wanted to do a bit earlier, but uh, lazy ass was uh, just too, too sleepy. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't really do anything before 7am. It's bad enough that sometimes I have to work at like 8, let alone 7. It's ridiculous. But um, here we are. We get, we're get going for it. And uh, Beautiful. So we've got no beer. you got a cup of tea? Nah, I don't usually have my tea till about 9. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I have to do a cup of tea to, uh, to start with. But, so. but I don't have tea. I have coffee. I have to stagnate it. One at 9, one at 1, right after my lunch. Give me that boost of energy for the afternoon. No way. That's one thing that I never really understood, right, is that you didn't have anything like that, did you? I used to call you every day, or not mm-hmm. every day, most days, and say, have you had a coffee? Have you had an energy drink in your hand today? No, I don't, I don't do coffee. You should. Have you tried it? Uh, Yeah. Um, yeah, I tried it again fairly recently, to be fair. I had like a, one of those like sweet caramel lattes or something you get from like Tassimo oh, okay. machines. Yeah, yeah. Have them Nespresso machines and that, but just, just not for me. Tea? Tea all the way? No. Fair play, mate. Fair play. So, how's your week been there? Well, t- two weeks? Two weeks? Oh, I think, but it's, uh, oh, I was trying to think. Yeah, it's, it's been all right. Oh, we, um, the little man had an accident the other day. Oh, man. Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, uh, serious. He bumped, he bumped his head quite hard. So, that's what Toddler's doing it. He oh. was running, tripped over, face planted a door frame. <laughs> oh, man. Um, there was a, an afternoon slash evening in hospital and he was getting him checked. Checky hadn't, they were a bit worried he might have broken his eye socket. He hit it pretty fucking hard. Yeah. Um, so he's got a bruised face and he looks like he's been in the fight with Mike Tyson, but he's, he's all good. He, he's forgot about it. He, he was fine with it. He screamed for an hour, literally screamed his head off for an hour. Oh my God. I would just imagine the chaos. Yeah, he would only just took his mum, wouldn't let his mum go for, for an hour. And then after that, he was just going, me not going doctors. We're like, you don't, you don't want to go, no, me, me not going doctors or me not going hospital. You're like, okay, <laughs> sure. Um, we took him as a precaution anyway because the, the bruising started to come out. It looked pretty bad. And, did, he, uh, did he bleed, did it? Was there any blood? He had like a graze. It was like bleeding just slightly. It was just like on the skin. It wasn't mm. like dripping down him. It was just like a graze. Um, yeah. And uh, apart from that, I think, I think that's probably the biggest event in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And he started to avoid video calling me when I, when I found him when I'm at work because, and he just doesn't want to speak to me anymore. And I've started to take it a bit personally. <laughs> and we found out a couple of days ago, the reason for that is he doesn't like my haircut. Ah, I so mean, I'm with him. He won't. Cheers. <laughs> I'd, I'd prefer not to video call too. <laughs> so he won't, he literally won't speak to me on video call because he doesn't like my haircut. Cause I, at the start of the lockdown, I decided to shave my head. Does he speak? And, um, he speaks to you over the phone, but just not video. Well, I don't spend tend to phone anyway because yeah, I just do it over video, and just he just hasn't. I don't know why, but then the last couple of weeks he just hasn't wanted to do it and struggled to get his attention. He just be like, no, turn daddy off, and he reaches over and literally turns the laptop off, and I'm like, oh, what? Charming. Started to get a bit personal. Like, why? The, why does he want to speak to me ever? It's ridiculous. And then uh, yeah, yeah. I'd, and then, I'd, I'd, I'd fly, that finally person. found out the reason why. Why? Why don't you want to speak to daddy? Because I don't like daddy's hair. <laughs> you, okay. you can't be honest to your children can you I know yeah so I'm like that's good to know so I've um, well, I, can woolly, s- I can see that you're trying next to, I got my woolly hat next to my computer so I can wear my woolly hat to video call hopefully that fixes yeah we'll see or otherwise I'll just go back till it grows back 
Yeah, well, you've got you've got a good head of hair, so that'll grow back quite quick. It'll grow back quickly. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to be one of them weirdos that wears beanie hats in the summer. Not oh, no, yeah. Hopefully <laughs> not. So things are you. Yeah, mate, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, there's not been like anything major really that, that's cracked on. Not obviously, last two weeks, she's. Uh, we're just getting into a good routine now. I feel that we're getting, we're actually getting a bit of traction. So like yeah. we, we, it's in the six month mark, like yesterday. So she's just, oh, yeah. she's, thank you. She's tried solids. Well, you know, like, oh yeah, like carrots and that, and uh, that the Ella's kitchen, and she yeah, absolutely yeah. loves that. Oh, nice. Yeah, like exciting time, dude. Forgot about that. So six. Yeah, we started it exactly on six months as well. Yeah, just gets it everywhere. Puts it like yesterday, like she comes up, it's like a car crash. I'm sorry, I don't know what's happened. And there's like carrots everywhere, <laughs> all on the baby seat. And I'm like, get away from that wall because we've got like a nice white wall right by where the seat is. Oh, yeah. And I had to go in and it's flying up in the air. So, you know, we've got this. It just reminds we... me of what I'm like at a buffet. <laughs> we need to do an episode on this weaning. Weaning. Yeah. Baby, I think... is it, are you doing this? Are you like baby led weaning where you just put the food in front of them and just let them? Taking like start learning to eat at their leisure, like just yeah, doing doing a mixture. So she's she's having like um, two two three meals, well two meals a day. Uh, one mm. lunch, breakfast, lunch, and then when we're having our tea, we'll give her like some cheesy puffs, okay. but not cheesy puffs. They're like baby friendly ones. Yeah, like organic things like vegetable balls and then they like yeah <laughs> vegetable balls. Yeah, uh. <laughs> I, I remember them all. Well, he's, I think I think he still has them now. To be honest, he has them. Yeah, like Alice Kitchen. Shout yeah. out to Alice Kitchen. Shout out to Alice Kitchen. Vegetable balls tickle me for some reason. Um, yeah, so it's just we, we've had that. So Laura's been uh, like, I could, I can hear her when I'm upstairs working. She's like, "Oh, come on, you've got this, you've got this." And like, I'll like have a little look downstairs, and her face, because obviously it's new taste, so her face is just crazy. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's going, it's going really well. I'm, there's, there's not been really any any lows for the last. Uh, Two weeks. It's it's been been really good. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it's been yeah. We'll have to. We'll have, we should definitely do an episode on that. I think. Um, be interesting. Yeah. Anyway, in the meantime, shall we get on with this week's? We're going to talk about work, right? Let's do it. It's pretty appropriate to be fair that we're recording this in the morning because basically. The reason being, we're just struggling to find a bit of time to schedule because because of work. Let's be honest, we both work yeah quite hard as well as everything else, and as well as being parents and so on. So, uh, do you want to give give a bit, it probably gives a, a bit of um, good context to give a bit of a background in what you do and yeah yeah. Do, do so I'll that? I'll go I'll go first. Yeah, I work. So I work. Um, as an accountant in like film industry, like or film and TV productions, so most of my work is down near London. So I work away from like the West Midlands, where um, where like my home is. So it's it's pretty tough. So and and it's been like that since well since before he was born, and then it, I had a break from it, and then resumed it about four months after he was born. So it's just something I've always dealt with. Um, it, the hours are long. And obviously, I'm away from home. Hence, why I was talking earlier about video calling him so frequently. When I'm when I'm down here, I I would stay a few nights a week down in London near where I work, just because otherwise the travelling would just be too much. Yeah. Um. So it's a lot a lot of video calling, and you know, unfortunately, in many ways, letting his mom do the the bulk of the the day to day parenting, which just as it's um 
it, it has its drawbacks, you know, definitely in terms of like kind of building the relationship with my son and stuff. It just made it 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 made it so much harder. And like even now, he's still so much closer to his mom than than he is to me. And he just sometimes it it that's difficult to yeah, deal with really when, when you realise like oh he, he just. There's days when he's he's a toddler now, so there's days when he's moody and he just um, he, he he just doesn't want to he just doesn't want to know really. He just wants mommy, and he's like, oh no, I don't really don't really want to play with you today. And it's like it, it hurts, you know. But um, it's it's the career I've got. It's what I enjoy doing. It's what I want to do. So um, you just have to kind of make it work really and take, take the sacrifices. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that's that's what I do for a living, and it's it's. It's hard work. The hours are long, and I do a lot of travelling. So beautiful. Yeah, I'm away. What, what about you? Yeah, tell us. Tell us. What, I don't even know what you do. I don't understand it. Tell, tell us what you do. But try and make it so I actually know. <laughs> Yours is way more interesting. So if you just think of me as channel off friends, <laughs> no one really knows. Transponster. Transponster. Um, yeah. So uh, working IT. So got an IT consultancy. Um, it's don't want to bore you with the technical bullshit of it, but um, yeah, I was quite long, so same as you. Pretty much a minimum of a week is is about seventy hours. Um, it's it's you know in my past and while having uh, it's you know I have kind of done like eighty ninety hours a week, seven days a week, which is just mental. But you've got to do what you got to do, right? Um, you've got to put that you've got to put that food on the table. So. Uh, yeah, so but the good benefit is that I'm working out. So uh, obviously, COVID kicked in. Everyone's it's all office based, right? So everyone's at home. Um, but before that, anyway, I was I was at home anyway, just because I don't like the office. <laughs> yeah, you, so you've worked from home for years, didn't you? Really, pretty much exclusively. Yeah, I recall. When was the last time you went into an office? Oh, I used to go in. Uh, one of the clients. I used to go in just for. I used to go in just for the banter. Um, yeah. Just How long ago was that now? Uh, like, years. Yeah, like three years. You literally haven't been into an office for three years. You've so, just been working from home. Yeah, no, I, with with a current client, um, I've I've been I went into the office. Um, okay, but just yeah, very sporadically. So yeah, yeah always been pretty much uh, kind of home based, which is always good because I think for for me it allows me to crack on and get a way more productive day anyway. So yeah, yeah. as soon as I'm up, I'm working. Lunch hour, just miss that main. Well, not not fully miss it. I eat, but I eat. I'm. Uh, and work yeah. but then that allows me to at least when I'm finished it's straight away none of the you know travelling that kind of what you know what, you, what you've had to do and what I've done previously it just used to be mental like sitting in a car for at least like three hours four hours a day yeah, uh, driving to a place that I didn't want to drive to you just yeah absolutely yeah it sounds exactly like what I do though <laughs> <laughs> absolutely did my tits in but no but it's different you you, you know you, you enjoy what you do um, I do yeah whereas back then I didn't so so yeah, so working from home. You're like the pro working from home. You were like into this well before it was popular. So, do you like actually? You say you, you just said you don't take your lunch. Do you like? Do you finish at a time and be done, or do you like get tempted to be like, oh, actually, I'll just go and I'll just something's come up. I'll just quickly log on and do fifteen more minutes and ten minutes here, ten minutes there. Or do you like? Are you strict? So very enough. Your hours are long, but are you strict? Do you, do you finish for the day and be like, I'm done today? So Maybe it's family time or what? Yeah, so back so back in the day, now I used to just it, it'd go on and on and leave the because uh, it's, it's it's kind of work packages and stuff. So I do all that, but sometimes you have to respond to I don't know incidents or, or something that that's kicked off. So I'd leave my machine on and 
you know, I'd come eight or nine thirty, I'd hear it beeping, so I'd then jump back on and, and resolve it. But I've got a lot more stricter. Um but I still can't be in that, that position where I say, right, you know, half five, six o'clock, that's my day done. Just because it just it can't work like that for me at the minute. That's I will get I will get to it, but I can't at the minute. Um but I, I do try to make every effort to, you know, have, you know, play time. Bath I think I've only mixed like two baths. Um, just because of it, so it's but that's the benefit of working from home. So when it's bath yeah, time, yeah. it's it's going to take me five or ten minutes, and I can pause something bath time and come back to it. Um, mm. Your but, bath time's five or ten minutes. Yeah, that is that's a result. Yeah, literally like, straight in. When it, I think it probably used to be like that, but um, now he's a bit older, toddler stage, and he's kind of old enough to object to having a bath. And negotiate the terms of his bath. He's like, uh, me not washing my hair today. Okay. Um, you kind of need to. And he's like, mm, me wash my hair just with water, no bubbles. <laughs> oh, fine. Okay. So you honestly have to negotiate it. And then it, it, it can be an hour long process oh, these days. That, yeah. No, we, we know we're not there. She she loves it. She's in. She's out five minutes. 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy that. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah. Nice. That, that's, so, that's what I do. It, that, that's, what you do, your IT is all I took from it in terms of what you actually do. It's it's computers, you know, mate. Your computer, yeah, computers. <laughs> so, how long did you have off then? So, we were talking not the last episode, only episode two. We were talking about kind of the first weeks after the birth. Yeah. How long? How long were you off? How long do you take for paternity leave? Or like because we're both technically like self-employed, aren't we? We're both um, fr- freelance. Yeah. So, which has which has its benefits. It definitely had its benefits for me at this stage. Did you take off? Yeah, at a time or I took off three weeks, uh, nice. or maybe just a little tad longer than three weeks, um, which was yeah. That, that's 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 one of the good benefits, but it's got its positive and its drawback in it. You don't get paid, but you can kind of dictate when you want off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just took three weeks. Just obviously, just just a month without any cash coming. Just took the bullet, um, but. You, you, you know, you've got way bigger priorities in it. So, um, it was, it was really good. It was, um, I just, the, the day before I had to go back there, God, <laughs> I was just oh, thinking, no, yeah. it's just going, going through my head thinking, oh, like God, I like how I was like, I'm going to cope and, you know, how much, how many emails am I going to go back to? I mean, it's like first world mm. problems, right? It's like, how many emails am I going to get back to? Am I going to be completely stressed out? Am I going to manage it? But, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 dig into that in a sec. Yeah, so it's uh, yeah, it took three weeks. How about yourself? I was the same three weeks. Yeah, um, um, I think it was slightly under actually. Um, I took like the week he was born. He was born on a Wednesday, and I was off from like the Tuesday afternoon just before it. So I took from the Tuesday afternoon that week, and then two full weeks beyond that. So it was actually like just under three weeks in total. Yeah, I think, and I, I loved it. Yeah, it was the best like time. It was just just having that time at the start to just spend at home with family, like completely just the three of us in our case. It was incredible. Yeah. I think- and uh, yeah, go, that thought of having to go back, it's worrying, isn't it? Like the first time you're not going to be there all day with, with the baby, like you just don't know where it's going to go. Don't know how you're going to feel. Like you're going to, you, you miss, you miss him, don't you? Yeah. So, so yours would probably be a bit slightly different, I think. Well, I can't remember where you, where you was working then. You was, you so were, you was, I'd agreed. I'd agreed not to go. So I stopped working down in London in like the January before he was sorry in December before he was work before he was born in the March. So I just got a job locally in um, Litchfield, and um, 
luckily I'd worked there before and they agreed to it like I just spoke to somebody there because it was all like on a, on a freelance basis like I've been doing for a few years anyway I just like spoke to somebody there and said any chance you need anybody at the moment and they were like yeah yeah we'd love to have you back so I literally just walked back into that job which was brilliant very very convenient for me and um I was going to do it for about the three months before he was born just so towards the end of the pregnancy I was around more yeah and then about I wasn't going to go back down to London until about six months after he was born just so I was around for that, that first stage so it'd be the age that your little girl is now would have like just been looking to go back yeah however I um my contract there got terminated after about three months oh, dear. and I just found myself out of work and I then remember. I got offered a job in the film industry again that I was just like, I'd be stupid not to take. How can you turn down paid work when, you, when you're when out of work? Um, so I ended up going back a lot, a lot earlier than I'd planned, than we planned. But it was just, it, it had to be done, to be honest. It was, you know, I couldn't, I wasn't in a position where I could afford to turn down work. Yeah, of course. Of course. So Cause, cause, back. Cause yours, tough. yours was different now because obviously you had to, uh, no, for, for me, I'm, I'm still at home. So for you, your experience was probably going to be different because... Uh, yeah. you, you had to leave the house, didn't you? Yeah, you going back to work meant taking the left off your landing one day instead of turning right down the stairs. To, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, mine was get dressed, go to the office and be 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 out of the house all day from, <sighs> you know, eight till about six. God, and how did, how did that feel? And like, how did you... So for me, like, if we have a bad night, like sleep, I'm knackered, but at least I can still, you know, not have to bother getting dressed into, like, you know, office attire and... Yeah, I yeah. can I can just look a complete mess, and you know I'm, I'm on the phone, so I don't have to go on camera and all that good stuff. But I imagine if you've got a, you know if you've had three or four hours sleep, then you've got to think, oh, I've got to go and drive an hour to go and sit in meetings, which may just bore the pants off you, and you may fall asleep. I've seen oh, yeah. someone fall asleep before, and I can <laughs> I can relate to that now. I mean, how did you find all that? We there was a guy at in in that job. Basically, the reason. I think they had me back is because they wanted to get rid of this guy. He wasn't, it, it, it started before and he, he wasn't working out very well. And basically he was, he just became a dad and he was saying how knackered he was all the time. And he used to come in looking physically exhausted and it was shown in his, his work. Going to be brutally honest, like I think it was reflected he wasn't. Oh really? Yeah. And he, he just wasn't like coping well with it at all. I, I cope well actually on quite a little sleep though I, I do I don't like getting up that's that's a different matter like if I'm in bed asleep I'm very reluctant to get up as you'll know from <laughs> holidays we've been on together and whatever I'm, I naturally get up about half ten so half ten come on no I mean naturally if I was just <laughs> left on a weekend I'd probably naturally just wake up about half ten yeah um, I'll stay up late don't I <laughs> anyway I, but I do if when I do need to get up I do cope alright with, with little sleep and you know, from from my days getting up at five o'clock in the morning to drive down to London to be there for eight, I I do fine. I still wouldn't be going to bed before midnight. So luckily, I've always been alright really with kind of little sleep. I've still functioned quite well. Um, it just catches up with me, and then I have like a massive what what was little. My mum and dad used to call it a Sean sleep, which right. is like on a Saturday or a weekend. You know, when I don't have to get up, I'll literally just sleep for like fifteen hours. And I'll just eat a lot. I'll catch up then. Yeah, um, that's, don't that's really have, don't really have that luxury when you've when you've got a baby though. They don't let you sleep for fifteen hours. But um, God, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent anyway. But um, no, I fun- I functioned all right. I did all right, and I still I was still contributing during the night where I could. He was breastfed 
exclusively. So I, I wasn't a massive contribution, but on, on nights where he was struggling to go to sleep at all, we'd like take it in turns, do 20 minutes, just like gently rocking him each. And uh, like, you know, we'd swap shifts after 20 minutes. If one of us couldn't get him down, couldn't get him to get to sleep. Um, we'd, we'd agree. We'd swap after t- each 20 minutes. So, and I'd do my fair share of that. When he was being fed though, I'd make sure I'd, I'd, I'd roll over and get a bit of shut eye just while I was in progress, just to maximize my minutes. So I was a bit more lifelike the next morning, but I was, I was contributing whenever I could and, and doing all right. It was more just the fact that I wasn't enjoying going to work. I, I didn't enjoy that feeling of being away from them. Like I've been used to being there for two and a half weeks, three yeah. weeks. And that those first couple of weeks back, I was just like, I just wanted to be at home. I was just texting Lou going, you know, is he all right? What's going on? What, are you both okay? Quite, quite a lot. Um, but you just have to get used to it. It's just part of life. I mean, you've got to work. The fact of the matter, reality is, yeah, you got to get. You, we need we need money coming in, so one of us needs to work. It's not like you know, in an ideal world, we could both stay at home full time and just be the three of us, and it'd be lovely, happily ever after. But it's not the reality. Yeah, so that's the thing. I, yeah. I, I got used to it. Yeah, but it was pretty. It, was, it felt pretty shit, and it was pretty tough. God, yeah. So my, my mind's different. Obviously, it's I'm still I'm still at home, so you still get to be there. But I think if I if I had to go out and. I mean, you, you know, it's kind of coincidental with the pandemic that for any new dads that are happening now, it's probably actually quite good uh, if they, you know, if they do have the opportunity to work oh, out. Yeah. Um, it's probably one of the only good things to come out of it. But yeah, I think I'd, I'd find it really difficult because I'd, I'd worry just, you know, are exactly the same as you. Are the both okay? Um, mm-hmm. You know, do they need help with bath time? Um, you know, is Laura just exhausted? Does, does she need five minutes? Do I just need to go and, you know, just calm the baby down? If you know, if you if you're with the baby for like twelve hours a day on your own, yeah, uh, that's guys. It does drain you. It does mentally drain you, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know because from my perspective, I don't know if that's probably a little bit to do with this pandemic as well that you can't go out. So you you're housebound. You can't see anyone and. Uh, you know, you're just yeah, with someone all day that's not talking yeah, back. Your only, your only company is a, is a, a three month old baby or whatever. Really. Like, <laughs> you know, at the, the very beginning, a two or three week old baby. They're not, they're not great company, are they? No, not, let's not, be honest. No, I summed it up the other day. Amazing. Cool. She said, um, oh, I think all the, all the baby wants, right, from you, is just for you to be good entertainment. And it's probably true, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah you just literally work for them. You're like a, yeah servant yeah to their needs it's, they're not good company yeah so we, so I'm, I'm lucky where, where i am at the minute um you know that, that i am at home so i mean that might change in the future if, if we have any more if i have to you know go out travel um you just have to take it as it comes but like you say you, yeah. have, you have to get the money in because you've got bills to pay you've got to put food on the table and babies yeah. are expensive they can be they are. you get you get roped into buying a lot of the stuff yeah. let's be honest they don't have to be expensive because their their basic needs are pretty simple they want to be fed but they don't eat a great amount only if the breastfed is completely free and they need sleep and they need clothes the problem is all the extra stuff you don't necessarily need but yeah. you want them to have the best and if you can afford it it's nice having it like you you splash out they're, they're spoiled is what they are, <laughs> they are <laughs> they're, not, they're, they're not they're not expensive but they're spoiled at least Mine is yours is most most babies on our yeah. I think you as well. Like first time parent, you get roped into a load of stuff that you don't really need. Um, That's true. But like you, you you just do it to make your life easier as well. So like we've got 
we've got three cribs. Well, yeah. well we've got like a next to me bed. That we one. did, yeah. We've yeah. got one for downstairs. Exactly the same, yeah. And then one in her and, room. And the main bed in the in the nursery. Yeah, exactly. We had we had three. Yeah. Had, and you did, it was for convenience. We didn't need it. We could have made do with one, really. Um until then you needed to go into a cot, which didn't that start at about six months as well? You can yeah, you can. I think the minimum six months. Uh I think we started that at about six months, maybe a little bit later. Yeah, we've we've got that discussion. Well, yeah, so you've, you've, got, you've got that coming up soon, haven't you? <laughs> I'm like I'd rather do it sooner. Because I think I well we wake her because I'm a snorer, so I think we wake her up and she wakes us up. Mm. Um, oh yeah, it's not good. Yeah, but I don't think uh, Laura's ready yet to, to. I think that's why we delayed it a little bit as well. I think Lou was a bit more. She 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 wanted him to stay closer just for a bit longer. She wasn't quite ready to let him go into his own room. She wasn't quite comfortable. Yeah. I whereas I was the same as you. I was all for it as soon as get him over there. Let's get, give him his. He won't he won't learn to sleep on his own if you don't. Get him sleeping on his own as early as possible. That was my kind of logic, but yeah, I think because you, you've got you get to a point as well where you've had broken sleep for it for a minimum of six months, and you know the 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 the, the missus would have had it for a lot longer because she was heavily pregnant before mm. giving birth. So that's more like nine to twelve months of broken sleep. Yeah, yeah. So you do just get really drained, and you probably mm. just want that nice, you know, good six to seven hours or eight hours uninterrupted sleep yeah sailing That's through nice. living that good life how's she sleeping at the moment you mentioned on episode one that at the very beginning you said you like you had a bit of good news and she she slept through a few nights is that is that i'm assuming that's not still the case was that a, a fluke or is she still no she's she's doing really good she's doing really really good so she she she'll she will like wake up sometimes and just give a little bit of a, a bit of a cry because what I've done, I've put the side of her next to me crib up because she's grabbing at everything. So oh, right. I'm just worried that she'll grab like a pillar off the bed because it's quite close okay. or like a cable. So I think ever since we've done that, she'll just give a little bit of a cry. You just put your hand down and then she'll just zonk back out. Um, okay. But obviously you get caught. So it's not like, so the crib's not like attached to your bed anymore. You've put the side up and it's just next to the bed basically. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. To yeah. try and, and then the next stage, because I'm doing a, I'm doing a tactical move here. So that was the first stage. The second stage is at the end of the bed. Third stage is in the room. Yeah. We actually had him, we, he wasn't attached to the bed for very long at all. We didn't like it. It was a bit, we, we always thought the, the duvet was going to go off into into his crib or something and yeah, anything could cover him. So we we did that quite early on. We put the side up and then we moved him away from the bed pretty much from that point on. We just thought there's no, no point in being attached if the side's up anyway. Yeah. So he was just in the room with us. And I was also worried about like our movement and stuff would just keep him awake. Yeah, it does. But, yeah, we, we we have that. I'll I'll turn over and then she'll turn over or she'll huff to think, yeah. Dad, like you do my tits in, stop moving. Yeah. Anyway, back yeah. onto back onto work. Yeah, we digress. We do digress slightly. <laughs> yeah, but probably we could, we could do an episode on sleep. To be fair, there's probably enough to talk about in bloody night times. Yeah. To uh, to to fill an episode, but back back onto work. I mean, my. I think your setup sounds perfect, and I think you'll have like, well, nothing's perfect, but I think your little girl will have like a much more balanced relationship with between you and her and her and her mom. Yeah. Than than I've got, which will be amazing because of literally the time you're there. Even when you're working, you're still there. She can probably, you know, she'll hear you, and if you're still doing the same when she's growing up and becoming more like aware of her surroundings, toddler, she'll know you're in your office, even if. 
you know, she knows you're not to be disturbed. She'll see you more, like physically spend more time. And I just think that'll be that'll be nice because for me, it's that's that's the most difficult thing about my job. Yeah, is like how much I wasn't there, um, and it's it's just guilt, really. Yeah, it's just like you know, you you know, I know it's not easy. So I know, you know, his his mom wasn't it wasn't just plain sailing for Lou. Um, and I, I was away working. And to be honest, like the work, as I think kind of like we've talked about in the last episode, work can be a bit of a break, getting getting away from it. Because as much as like those first few weeks where it's it's hard, you don't want to be away, there are times when actually if there's been like a weekend and he's not been in a good mood, he's been throwing tantrums, been crying a lot, and it's been really especially difficult, on a Monday I can get up and be like, so yeah, <laughs> See I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> to, to put it to pretty brutally, I can. I'm just like I'm. I'm going to work, and uh, and you'd be around adults socialising to a degree. Yeah, you know, I, I, can, I can escape it. I can escape it. To yeah, it's again, it's pretty brutally. Whereas Luke, Luke can't. She never had that outlet. Yeah. Um. So it's tough, and it, I think it puts a lot of strain on like relationship between mom and dad because a hundred percent because you know. I, I'd get in from work and kind of be handed the baby. Fine, under, understandable. You know, I've, I've been at work all day. She's she's been had a weeks old baby, months old baby all day. Just just her and the baby. She needs she needs some time to away from that if she can. So I I take him. I try and look after him for a bit. Try and entertain him. She go off and do whatever. Make herself something to eat or whatever. Um, but you you get a much easier ride of it. You do being being the the dad or the working parents. Yeah, definitely. It's, you get an easier time because you get that escape, and you're not a full time. Being being a dad is harder than working. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's more difficult. Um, yeah, so hundred percent. My my mom always used to say that to me because obviously she was a stay at home mom, mm-hmm. um, and being a stay at home, you get stay at home dads as well. So being a stay at home parent is a lot more difficult, and I completely agree with that because. Yeah. Right at work, you, you can right. We're going for we're going for something to eat. We're going for lunch. You've got an hour there just to chill. I've, yeah. I've now people sleep in the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you can have a, you can have coffee breaks. You can just general bants. And then there's also sometimes like you know work events that you need to go to. So you know so and so's leaving. Yeah, yeah. And you, stay out for a beer after work. Stay out for a beer after work. And because talk talks about like in the last episode the social aspect of work as well you get that which the the stay at home parent doesn't yeah and, and there's guilt there's guilt there as well and and there's any and it creates friction between the two of you because you you get that resentment it is well we with us it did anyway there's a, there's, a, there's a resentment and it's understandable she'll you know she'll I'll, I'll I'll come in and she'll be like well you've you've been at work all day like that, that's easy you've you've been able to do this you've been able to get away from it all day I've been stuck with him so it's your turn and and then you feel like Plus, I've been at work all day, and I walk in, and straight away I've got to do this. I don't, I can't just sit down. But the truth, the fact of the matter is, no, you're a dad. No, you can't just walk in from work and sit down. Yeah. Like you usually have to, and it takes you a while to get used to that. I think that's, I, I, that's really difficult. That is because I'm working a hundred miles an hour. Um, you know, doing doing many things at at mm. once. So when I call it, I'm in, I'm in the black hole, and I, I don't know if it's, if it's just. I mean, you'll probably be able to relate because. IT and accountancy is quite similar. It's very logical. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you're in the rabbit hole, in the dark hole, you'll come out and you're not in the room. Do you, do you ever have that feeling when you yeah, yeah. you just, you know, you're, you're mentally exhausted? You just, yeah. And you're not in the room and you'll come out of it and you'll be like, right, 
but then you can't focus because obviously mum's been home all day and she'll want to have a conversation and you're like, oh, I've been on like six hour conference, six hour conference calls. Yeah, yeah. I just want to just probably just have a little chill. I just need to put my feet up for five. I can just get yeah. out of that. Yeah, I know. Well, it, that got worse for me as well then. So it was like bad enough anyway, get like being thrown back into that and that changing so much coming in from work and not being able to do that. But then when I started working back down in London, what, what I was doing, because I didn't want to be away from them for long and I didn't want to ever not not see him. So so that I could, I, I worked in London, but I still made sure I saw him every single day. So yeah. to do that, I would get up early on a Monday morning, like, and I'm talking 12 a.m. early. So I'd see him in the morning. I'd then drive down to London and work, stay one night overnight in London on Monday night, work on Tuesday and come back on Tuesday evening. And then I'd see him on Tuesday evening again. So I'd, I'd, I'd have seen him on the Monday and the Tuesday. It's not very, very long time that I saw him for, but I would have seen him every day. And then I'd do the same on a Wednesday. So I'd see him on Wednesday morning, stay over Wednesday night, come back Thursday, see him Thursday evening. And then on a Friday, I'd wake up early, drive down to London, do my day's work, and then drive back on the evening as well. So I'd be driving there and back in a day. So I'd be doing this journey down to London six times a week in the car. So on top of doing like a 50, 55-hour work week, I was probably in the car for 15 hours as well. Yeah, so I was talking, so I, was doing, I was doing 70 hours, if you include my travel time. And I was exhausting because driving's physically tiring. Yeah, driving like is, it, yeah. it is. I'll get in from driving back and, you know, we, we'd have to do some dinner still and quite often the baby'd still be up, you know, if I, sometimes I could get back for about half eight, nine, and if I got a good run of it and there's every chance he hadn't gone down to sleep yet. And I'd be expected to just to walk in from that and, and take over parent parental duties. And it's... It, it, understandable from mom's point of view but then at the same time for me it's it, it's physically tiring i would just be like you've just i've done an 11 hour day at work and then i've drove two and a half hours home i'm just i'm I'm really tired i was physically like exhausted and yeah um that's a tough one that is and how to it was really how, tough. how to how to even manage that because that that isn't going to get any easier no it's well yeah i mean something something i had to give and eventually i had to accept that look if i'm going to work away there's, there's, I just need to be away. So I'm not going to see him every single day of his life. Yeah. So about, I think it was about six months in. I'm sure I knew the number of days I saw him every day for the first like 180 something days. Then I started. It was, it was a little bit less than that. Um, in fact, I remember when it was. I did it when the film I was working on that I got a job on. When we started shooting, the hours got a bit longer. Yeah. And I realised it would, it just be unsustainable at that point to, to, um, to keep that up. Yeah, because I think that was the August, so he was about five months old, and I'd seen him every single day of his life until that point, and then I, I realised I, I can't as much as I want to, and I love having that run, as if that runs some kind of achievement. I mean, it's quite normal for a parent to see their child every single day, but for me, it wasn't, and I was quite proud of the fact that I'd still managed to do it for so long, considering where I worked and everything. Um, but I had to, I had to give it up and accept that. It, it would just burn me out, and I, I'm I'm no good to anybody if I'm just burnt out. You know, I'm not be, I'm not being helpful to Lou when I'm at home because I'm too exhausted. Yeah, and my work will start to suffer. Yeah, which is so which um, is dangerous because you work in a very niche uh, area, don't you? So if if your if your quality of work was uh, to to you know de- oh yeah decrease, then that would probably mark your name, wouldn't it? And yeah, yeah, it's struggle. all based on like your reputation. So if you get work, I mean, I've never had interviews or anything working in this industry. It's it's freelance, and people you just get offered jobs because people say this guy can do it. Yeah, and you you get offered a con- contract with somebody. 
Yeah. So it's like your, your reputation is quite important in the industry I work in. People, everybody knows everybody, so everybody talks. If you do a shit job for somebody, they'll be like, "Oh, don't take him on. He's he's crap." Yeah, his Excel skills ain't up to scratch. <laughs> that's what accountants do, isn't it? <laughs> I can yeah, say that because I can say that because Laura's an accountant. So yeah. it's just the banter that we have. She yeah. says a funny around with code. I'll say you mess with Excel, give him more to macro. It's uh, true to be there. Yeah, but did you think? I mean, did you? Did your work? Do you think it suffered, like the quality of your work? Or no, I don't think it did. Um, and I think I, I think I, pro- I say prioritised. I don't know if that's the right word. That makes it sound a bit terrible. But I think I, um, I, I managed that aspect quite well. Yeah. I've always been quite like career driven. I, I wanted to, I want to do well. I'm still ambitious. Yeah. As I know, like you are as well. Yeah. We've both been quite, and so. It's going up and down the fields and horses. That is. You've got to get that. <laughs> you've got to get that balance right, of course. But I, it, my career is always like, very important to me. And um, luckily for me, I, I, I was able to still pr- like progressing that really, even during the time. So I don't, I don't think I'll, I'll let my work suffer. Uh, but I think as a result of that, if I'm being honest with myself, it was because I, I sacrificed probably more time at home. Yeah. You know, I could have, I could have left a little bit earlier each day from work, or got in a little bit later, and still got on the road to drive home a bit quicker, and and been been there a little bit more. I don't think it would have made like material difference. I'd still, I'm still driving back from yeah. London. I'm still not going to get there in time to really play with him and do his dinner and stuff on an evening. But I could have just probably been there a little bit more, and I didn't. But don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's one of them. I don't know. You're probably going to feel a little bit guilty, but it's it's you know it's the same as you know a pilot. A pilot can't do that job at home, so they will have yeah. exactly the same problem. Yeah, Traveling yeah. consultants, because to just to clarify, you working down London means more money, doesn't it? Yeah, the the money's good. I I really enjoy what I do, and it's I've had before I got into this type of work, I'd had loads of jobs, and I ran my own business for years and years as well, which I thought I always wanted to do that, and then. Um, so I'd always worked a lot of hours because even when I had like jobs before, I was like working. Um, I was running my own business at the same time, so I was always putting in the hours. I've, I've never been shy of doing that. Um, but then I got into this industry and I really enjoyed it, and the money was great as well. It was a per- so it, it's it's both really. It's the extra money we've got as a result, which I know we all appreciated. Um, we'll still appreciate. Yeah, and um. But also, I genuinely I wanted to do it because I genuinely enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. And that was important to me. And a few times we'd had there'd been discussions that had got a little bit heated. And Lou said, "Can't you just find a job locally? Why do you have to do this job? Why do you have to work down London? It's ridiculous. People don't do that. It's not normal." And I'm like, "I, I enjoy it. That's that's the most important reason why I'm doing it. It's not just about the money. I, I'm doing it because I enjoy it. And it's the only job I'd ever had which I actually enjoy going to work and doing. Yeah. So, and I think I'm incredibly lucky for that because." So many people go their entire life and never find a job that they actually enjoy. They just work because it's a necessity. They need money. And I just consider myself really fortunate to have a job that I do. Yeah. And that's the reason I wasn't willing to sacrifice it selfishly, to be honest. Um, so I think, and I think, I think Lou did always understand that. Although I, I just said we had arguments about it. It was always, you know, things are always said during arguments. Yeah, hated, that, that, hated, are, that are said yeah. in the heat of the moment, but um, I, you know, I do, I do genuinely believe she understands that and and agrees. But um, yeah, it is, it just turned out the way it did. It is what it is. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So I think mine's slightly, slightly different, and it's I 
my end goal is to be sitting on a beach chilling. <laughs> and I, until I'm doing that, I'm going to be happy. So I'll pretty much do anything. That, uh, you, you want to retire as soon as possible? I want to retire as soon as possible. So I'll do what I need to do. It's not that I'll, you know, I enjoy, don't get me wrong, I like, I like what I do, but I would enjoy doing other things more. So, for instance, I'd love to be driving big HGVs. Fair uh, enough. That I'd, I'd get way more of a buzz doing that than... You know. It doesn't pay as well as what you do now, though. But yes. yeah, but it doesn't. It wouldn't pay as well as what I'm doing now. Yeah. So whether well, I'll you know do what I do for the next five to ten years, and then you know have one of them midlife change of you know career midlife crisis. crisis. <laughs> it's not, no, it's not. Not you're a midlife. Planning, you're, book, you're booking in your midlife crisis <laughs> now. You're booking it in already. No, it's not, not. It's not a midlife crisis. It's, just, it's a career crisis, isn't it? Yeah. You had the concept of a uh, was it mini mini retirement? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm 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 creating yeah. a, a a different thing. Is that I work my balls off from you know ever since I've been started work until probably about forty. Uh, Another mini retirement and reevaluate. Yeah, so I have the mortgage good plan. paid off or reduced down that it, it doesn't really matter, and then uh, yeah, do something that I really want to do. Has that changed at all since you've had since you've had since you've had a baby? Have your career like has your career aspirations changed at all, or do you feel differently about what you want to do with your life? Do you know what I mean? Um, it, it it has and it hasn't. So I, it's also the the current environment in it. So at the minute, obviously, COVID work is difficult to get. So I think I'm I'm grateful for what anything that I've got, and I want to still mm. maintain that high level of delivery of service that 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 I give. So my commitment to work is still the same for for that reason. Um, in terms of so I always wanted to be a millionaire by the time I was thirty. That got. Obviously, that didn't... Tell everybody how old you are at the moment. 31. Yeah. Ah, good. Good. <laughs> so, yeah, that that didn't work. Um, but <laughs> it, that has kind of made me reevaluate that, yeah, as as long as there's a... As long as you haven't really got to worry that too much about money. Yeah. You haven't got, you haven't got a, you know, if Jeff, Jeff Bezos is type of cash where you can just do whatever you want. But as long as, you know, if I was out of work for a year or something, you know... I, I just feel there's way there's too many things uh, where where like I don't want to add extra pressure. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So if if I don't want to have all that cash where you you know you're going out buying Ferraris, but I want to have enough that I don't have to really worry about it. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm trying to position myself and the family. Um, okay. So, but yeah, in terms of like, has it changed? I think it has. So that's you know that that's where that's where I am. Yeah, because the work-life balance has become a bit more shifted in the other direction a little bit more. You, you're kind of looking at the life side a bit more than the work side and thinking, hang on, if yeah. I if I can make this much money, I can have a year off and we can do this as a as a family together or whatever. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. I think mine, mine, it hasn't changed for me as such, but I just kind of recognise that in the job I work in, as you kind of progress up the chain, there are more opportunities to like work. I, I can make a lot more money in short time and i can take then massive periods off between jobs really so like like kind of like you said mini retirements and things like that. i think i think that's a realistic um prospect for me in the future to be able to, to do that to, to take months at a time off between contracts because the money can be good in a, in a short amount of time when you reach the kind of levels i want to reach so it's the two go hand in hand for me, really. My, you know, getting that r- right work-life balance so that I can spend more time with my little boy is going to be achieved by working harder and getting to where I want to be faster. Yeah. And I genuinely 
genuinely do believe that. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm. Beautiful. So I think we need to uh, wrap this up, but we did forget as well on the intro. Um, we released our first episode, didn't we? We did release our first episode. We released it two days ago. We had a bit of a jump start on the release. It got semi-released and taken down and then eventually released again. And it's done all right. We've had, oh yeah, we should thank everybody for listening. Anybody that's listened to our first episode, yeah. thank you so much, genuinely. We, we, had, we had a long talk didn't with the night it was being released and we were like, what do we want to achieve? You kind of just said, if, if one person listens and actually takes anything from it, that would be, that's pretty incredible in itself. Yeah. So, um, and I've, I've checked this morning and we've had 85 downloads of that first episode. Beautiful. And that's in less than 48 hours. That's really good. Which is pretty incredible. And I, just to keep throwing stats out there, because, you know, I'm a accountant, I'm into figures <laughs> and stuff. As we mentioned in the first episode, kind of where we, where that ranks us in podcast in the UK. So if you get 73 or more downloads in the first seven days of release, that puts you in the top 25% of all podcasts in the UK. So we've smashed that because we've got 85 in two days. So beautiful. It's pretty good. Things things looking good. We, as always, we welcome any feedback. Um, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear about things you want to hear on the show. Um, get in touch. We're on facebook.com forward slash good guys gone dad. And we're at Twitter at good guys gone dad. Um, yeah. Beautiful. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Yeah. Shall we, uh, shall we do a dad joke? Yeah. Have you got one? I've got a dad joke. Good man, go on. To throw in there. All right. It's two identical twin boys, Amal and Juan, but the dad only carries around a photo of one of them in his wallet. Do you know why? Why? Because if you've seen Juan, you've seen Amal. (laughs) (laughs) That's a dad joke because it's about being a dad and is a terrible joke. So, uh, what do you think? You like that one? That's... uh... Yeah, nah, don't like that. That's, no. Nah, yeah. not for me. <laughs> not for me. Okay. All right. We'll we'll put in some um, on the on the on the joke tumble, radar. Tumbleweed tumbleweed in that one. Out of ten, what we're gonna we're gonna mark that as like a three or a four, isn't it? Three. Yeah. Okay. We need to oh, we nice. need to not on this episode, but in the future episode. We need to like we need to deep dive into this dad joke as well. Like what makes a good dad joke, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. So I'm get a three from you this week. Disappointing. Yeah. Oh, I thought oh, that one actually it did make me laugh. Oh, it made me laugh. It made me laugh, but just in a, in a kind of oh, that's, that's no. terrible kind yeah. of way. Yeah. Like face planting a wall type of. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. All right then. Well, I'll finish my cup of tea. So and um, need to start work. Let's do so, it. So let's go. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. We'll see you soon. Peace out, guys. Cheers. Bye.